Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, because making love is the only way to make friends. I thought you were doing a vocal warm-up, but that's actually the start of it, isn't it? It sure is. Welcome to the friend zone, everybody. What a wild attitude towards friend-making. Isn't it? Hey, guy. We're back in a room again. Yeah, we Just sure are. Shall we start things off by saying thank you to all of our friends who questioned our uh, whereabouts, maybe even safety, during our prolonged absence? Yeah. You guys really give a shit about us. And in particular, um, I'll see if I can get it up right now, but the, <laughs> said the vicar to the nun or whatever the hell you say when you're being dirty. Uh, the vicar to a priest. Is the vicar trying to fuck the priest? I don't know, man. It's uh, um, There's all sorts of crazy stuff going on in those churches. Best not to dive into the details. What I was trying to allude to was uh, the people on the subreddit, on the TWI, you know, the letters, the subreddit. You would think I'd have it by now, eh? That it'd just roll off the tongue, but I absolutely don't. Um, Where are the boys? Writes uh, Smacky Richardson, Reddit user, Smacky Richardson a day ago. Where are the boys? Um, And the the message says, we haven't had an ep in over two weeks. And I'm just going to read the top post here because it's uh, quite lengthy. Go for it. Here's the correspondence from the online world from Charizard underscore all day on Reddit. So Timber and Guy Fusa were seeking out a proper charitable cause to, as promised, forward the proceeds of the Friend Zone slash Troops Fund for the month of June. As it happens, I know of a particular orphanage that has recently lost its funding. A certain philanthropist of sentimental nature has been keeping an, uh, the orphanage afloat with a one-time generous donation of as much money as he was able to stuff into a MacBook Pro box. In retrospect, the philanthropist could have donated a more substantial sum if he had bothered to organise and carefully place the money into the box in neat piles. But instead, the cash was wadded up and largely torn into shreds, as if to sh- uh, suggest that the act of stuffing those greenbacks into the MacBook Pro box, a certain someone got a bit more than frustrated. Regardless of the state of the money and how many hours the orphans put taping the bills back together, money, like time, is fleeting. That's why you gotta live every, love every moment and uh, live every moment and love every day. Anyway, the money ran out. So you may be asking, how does this relate to Pop Guy and the Sailor Man? 
and t- uh, t- Tim Timzamanian Devil. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, that is where they come into the picture. I sent them a missive using Snapchat about the orphanage. I was in bed, so I just took a video of my ceiling and wrote across it with massive uh, felter. I guess it's... Oh, marker felter. It's a felt pen. Uh, I ran out of the room pretty fast, so it just said, <laughs> Kid's gonna die. <laughs> but I think it gets the point across. I also don't know... Aylid Tim or Guy Farr's Snapchat contact detail or anything, but I betcha they got my messages. I just sent them to everyone I know and said, send to all your friends in the next 11 minutes or you will kiss a dog on the lips. And uh, the power of chain letter style viral Snapchats is undeniable. Let's face it, nobody wants to kiss a dog, not on the lips. So clearly they got my letter, went down to the orphanage, only now I just remembered the orphanage moved down the street. So they're probably wandering around the block trying to find it. But the sign isn't up, so no doubt they got lost. Man, what a disaster. I'm really sorry, you guys. Wow. That was, um, you know, with all due respect to its length. Vaguely threatening? Uh, not so much threatening as uh, sort of strapped together as a story. I don't mean to criticize fan mail. That's not fan mail, though. That was a little story, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I was in and out. That's all right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the ride. That's I, good. I hear what you mean, though. It's just a, felt a little taped together. Well, yeah. Uh, it, it was, spe- you know, and all power to you. If we aren't saying anything, it's your it's your right to speculate as to where we are and why we're there. It's like beat poetry, you know. That's what it is. This guy's creating verbal jazz, except not in verbs, in written down words. Some of them verbs. Yeah, that's true. You um, can't build a sentence without a verb, Tim. Can't I? Oh boy! <laughs> uh, I've got correspondence backed up from here to Timbuktu over here on the Facebook page. Well, we're probably not going to clear out the entire backlog here, but if if I can make a request, guy, could you start from the oldest ones that are there? I will. I'm going to start with uh, the only friends I'm posted which has been posted as a, on the Facebook page as opposed to a message. Oh yeah, cool, nice. So, I always forget about those ones. Uh, and it's a question from a, a guy in Christchurch, New Zealand, saying, I'm writing in reference to the Friends Zone 46, 26th of May, 2017. There was a joke about coming to Christchurch to do a show. Can you guys please do this? I'm sure we can fill a room for you lovely lads for a kiss is always a gift. Long live Brady the Rat King, long-time listener, first-time writer, Ben. I would fucking love, I would love to go to Christchurch to do a show. Keen? I'm keen. It's just all about the finding the win, isn't it? Mm. We'll fly down and uh, we'll figure that out. Um, when could you? Oh wait, no, you're going. I don't think this is actually feasible considering your time frame. Look, who's to say? It's on the radar. Let's say that to Ben. Let's no, I don't say like that. That's too much of a um, open uh, what, book blank check. You know, that's. I don't gr- want to get his hopes up if we're not going to do it. Is what I'm saying. What y- would you rather do? Would you rather definitively tell Ben to go and fuck himself? Um, if that's what he needs to do. I think Ben needs to be given a heads up on that, you know? There's lots of equipment and accoutrement to prepare if one is to fuck oneself. No, you can do it with a tub of margarine and a... In a can-do attitude. It's the yeah. Kiwi way. I've seen people masturbate with as little as just a hand. You know what the key is, though? you got to use your imagination. I don't have fingernails. I'm trying to open this beer. I've got fingernails. Oh, God. I've made a mess. Yeah, you really Just have. Just a little one. Uh, 
Well, to Ben, look, I, I mean, I've got no definitive answer for you. I'm interested in trying to make it work, but I'm not going to make everyone sit through the logistics of us figuring out whether or not we can. See, that's why, that's why this podcast is so good. You know entertainment. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, Noted, Ben, you're a legend and I love Christchurch. This is the... Aroha Nui to Ototahi. Oldest unread message. Dating back to the 7th of June. Good day to you, my most favourite boys. I recently did the filthy and unforgivable deed of watching We Are Your Friends and goodness me! You fellas weren't understating just how absolutely awful it is. I've never immediately disliked every primary character in a story until viewing this absolute monstrosity. Anywho, it did get me thinking. What in God's name could the trailer for this absolute lack of content possibly be? Come to find out, you literally get every detail of what the movie entails, minus the bit where Squirrel dies. I've never been more disheartened about how I'd spent an hour and a half of my life. Did you boys come to the same hypothesis, or am I just an absurd excuse for a film trailer critic? All the love and appreciation imaginable, Zach Coomer. You're not wrong in that the trailer does betray the contents of the film, save for Squirrel's death, which, because you would have known from listening to the podcast, would have been uh, not the surprise. I still remember being surprised. Not necessarily that they went to the lengths of killing Squirrel, but just that they thought they had the right to do that. They've earned it. That's why it was surprising, though. It didn't feel like the, the kind of movie where you kill a character. The moments of gravity I remember from uh, early screenings were... You were pretty pumped about the boobs from when memory. When Squirrel died, what boobs? Um, in the pool. See some, uh, some boobies. You don't get to see any boobies. Are you insane, my dude? No. There's like two pairs of naked human breasts oh, in this film. Oh, those boobs. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's how little they mean to you at this point. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know. I, they they well, didn't resonate with. They didn't resonate with me at all. Not in the same way. Squirrel dying did. That hit me on the first, one of the first watches. And very well. Uh, then I'm the asshole. When Somali and Zakoli get together, and then Zakoli gets the text from James Reed from the Feelers saying, uh, "Come over, big fight." I remember when he got that text, and I read it on yeah. the phone in the movie the first time. I was like, "Oh, oh fuck!" Shit. Oh, my guts dropped. I was like, "Oh, this is bad news." Uh, <laughs> We've so, got different uh, terminology for how that, that phrase works. Yeah, that means you shit yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so once those two moments have been taken out of the movie, the trailer, which is, I think, true for a lot of modern movie trailers, they put the whole fucking thing in there now. Oh, it's terrible. Don't get me started. I would love to. Um, for a memory, though, we didn't watch the trailer of this film until we were pretty deep in it. Uh, we had we had consumed quite a number of watches and then we kind of got bored one day and we were like, oh, we should see what the trailer is. And, and yeah, absolutely, we came to the same conclusion. It's a bad trailer. But trailers, what you say, they uh, are like that see, these days. That's that's with the context of having, uh, knowing what happens in the film. Mm-hmm. I think as a trailer, because when you watch the movie, I always see the trailer in it. Like, it's a snappy trailer. It's a much more... I mean, he's not wrong in that. Apart from Squirrel Dying, they get the whole movie across. It's a very efficient way of watching We Are Your Friends. If you watch the trailer, you could absolutely be forgiven for thinking this is a a fucking rollickingly great time that you're in for. Yeah, or... It's a good pumping soundtrack that I'm sure they probably... I can't remember the trailer, but I'm sure they sample a lot of different, you know, songs that they got the rights for in there. Is most the, the, all the director camera references they use those they use uh, we are your friends obviously the line where they say this is going to be the best night of your life they use that we don't talk about you know what this friend zone's getting a little bit worst idea for me <laughs> so I'm going to pull back and open some more correspondence very well may um uh, ooh okay once again you got to stop me if it sounds familiar oh holy fuck this one's so long. I don't know about all this. 
Oh, we have read that one. That was the one where he uh, made a typo and then sent us a, a redacted kind of version. Or a re- redone version. Aaron sent us 20 Stone Cold US Dalaleros. Which, uh, aren't for us this month. That's right. But they're for someone. Someone juicy. Someone cool. Hello from New Hampshire, USA. Which you know so much about already. I found T-W-I-O-A-T through Death Blart. And I'm so glad I did. Your dedication to mindfully tackling such a mindless task is truly inspirational. I hope for great things for you both. What a sweet... Chinese uh, fortune cookie style message for us. Yeah. You know? I hope for great things for you both. Uh, but ch- uh, a fortune cookie doesn't usually communicate positive sentiment, does it? Sometimes it does, but it's more direct. And it's more philosophical than happy, isn't it? It's like, uh, life's what you make of it. Did have, it used to a be cookie. a trope of stand-up that people would do jokes about uh, fortune cookies they got? I, not, you can just not, make no, up no, anything no. that you read inside of that. So I had a You cooking up a sweet premise over there, Monty? Absolutely not. I'm not gonna use it. <laughs> I tell you what though, I got some belters. Uh I'm doing a gig tonight. I'm very excited. Some yeah. real oh yeah, some real hot juicy stuff. So if you're uh if you're <laughs> at the classic tonight, you uh, look it doesn't work, the timeline won't work. No, it certainly doesn't. Here's one also from the seventh of June. Hello. There's more. Hi. Uh I've been loving the podcast since I discovered it by chance in January. Been catching up ever since, and I'm nearly up to date. I'm heading up to the Edinburgh Fringe tonight. Tonight? What in fuck's name? This message is from 2016. Uh, How does that get in the mixer? I don't know. You're That's in- crazy. What's happened? Is it Facebook organises the messages chronologically. Except that one. Yeah. Hey, we'll read it anyway. Look, he's gone to all the trouble of time travelling his message through Facebook Messenger. Well, it's, read out what he's got to say. He's going to the Edinburgh Fringe. Ah, oh, how's your August? I just want to check. I haven't missed an announcement that one or both of you will be doing stand-up or anything there this year, which is last year. What a hilarious uh, time to be asking the question. I'd go to Connecticut and throw myself off Suicide 35. I missed the chance to see one of you live and in person. I'm definitely going to see Rosemary Faye based entirely off a guest prints on the show. However, so there's still that. Well, it's a great opportunity to say neither of us will be at the Fringe this year either, but Rose is going back with her award-winning show, Sassy Best Friend. You'd I've seen f- it twice. Fool. Both debuts. You'd be a fool to miss it. So it's debut night in Melbourne, and then I went to its debut night in Auckland. And I tell you what, the show just gets better and better. Crazy how that works. How, um, can I just put a, a quick plug in as well for Bonus of the Heart? I was talking to my mum recently. She mm. went on a trip to Europe. You want to know who with? My dad. And they were rocking around, and my mum has discovered podcasts. And she was telling me how much she was enjoying Bonus of the Heart. Not us. Bonus of Bones the Heart. Bonus of the Heart. She said, I've never, I've never laughed so hard uh, without anyone knowing why. You know, oh, wow. You that on. is exactly what podcasting provides. It is. That's the moment that like war- that prompts a lot of people to write in and be like, you made me look insane in this place. Absolutely. And your mum is reckoning with that, thanks to Bonus of the Heart. Do you ever, uh, do you ever have a podcast moment like that? Uh, Walking around, listening to I've something. had a few. Uh, what show are you... Do you have a consistent Andy, one that cracks you up? <laughs> Whenever Andy Daly's on Comedy Bang Bang, there'll usually be some disgusting thing he says <laughs> or does, which just destroys me. Um, the main example I remember of it, though, it wasn't even podcasting. It's uh, my favourite and maybe some or one of yours, Peter Cook. It was a sketch with him and Dudley Moore that I read. I remember I just moved to Auckland. I was reading uh, the Peter Cook anthology 
or like a compilation of most of his sketches on a bus and it's a sketch about teaching ravens to fly underwater if you look up peter cook and dudley moore ravens underwater you can watch a filmed version of the sketch but i read it and i was sitting next to uh, a pretty girl on the bus and i was like you know when you're on a bus and you're young and you think oh wow who knows maybe i'll talk to her and we'll get along but I read this and just like tried to hold in the laugh just and started sort of doing that shaking, vibrating, vibrating thing bit, yeah. and then couldn't contain it and just exploded. Um, and instead of in hindsight, what you do is go, oh, sorry, I'm reading a funny book. I was like, sorry, and just moved. <laughs> <laughs> it's infinitely creepier. Yeah. It makes me feel like you were trying to hold in a fart and then something went horribly wrong and then you had to apologize. And When's the last time you uh, exploded in laughter in a public space? Uh Oh, I can't think of a specific example, but it's almost always my brother, my brother and me. I've got the headphones on listening to that. Does anything horn you up more than just like having a huge laugh? Nah, man. Fuck, that's the the dream. It's the absolute best. It's the most you can hope for in life. You know? Here's another message. This comes to us from Mark. (laughs) Wow, I can't even read a (laughs) four-letter monosyllabic Anglo-Saxon name anymore. He's given us 47 US dollars, guy, which once again, thank you so much. And also, (laughs) it isn't going to us this month. It's going to a charity, TBC. From Mark from Toronto, Dear Notorious B.I.G. and Tim Pack. Now that is good. That is good. Oh, I fucked up your one, though. Sorry, it's, it's, uh, did I say G-U-Y? I didn't know. No. I read it. I saw the structure of Notorious and then three letters with dots and I just couldn't read it right. Instinct kicked in. Just quickly, actually, that reminds me, very old video from uh, years and years ago. My friend Buster Ryder and I once drove to Dunedin. I was promoting wine in supermarkets that weekend. We got, <laughs> Let's not get into it. We got, no, we won't. Very, we stayed at a friend's place, like a bunch of friends had abandoned their flat for summer. Well, not abandoned, but left it. So we, uh, they told us how to get in, and we stayed in there and got very stoned. There was a room with nothing to do. Oh, my. And uh, Drugs. Yeah. Buster, good old Buster Ryder, fil- uh, filmed me just being very, by myself, just very hard, just moving my head around. Yeah. And uploaded it to YouTube with the exact heading, Notorious G-U-Y. G-U-Y. Hey, there we go. You've really struck on something, Mark. Mark right. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, I first heard of your potty about 18 months ago while I was catching up on how did this get made. I was immediately hooked on your descent into madness and quickly binged through everything you had to offer and caught up right to the end of season two. Since I still couldn't get enough, I started back at the beginning at a much slower pace with the goal again to be caught up by the end of season three, a plan which quickly went to shit when I blew through the seasons again in record time and am now finding myself constantly refreshing iTunes for my next fix. I'm going to press pause on the message. That's adorable. Yeah, I'm into that. I love this message. It's hard to believe the ride is nearly over. I figured out... Uh, uh, I, I, uh, oh, sorry. I figured now was a good time as good a time as any to reach out to you, given what had happened to me last weekend. While I was hopping into an Uber to meet uh, the local fuckboys at the pub, I quickly realised I had an eternal bond with the driver, as despite the volume being down in the car, Friendzone 46 was emblazoned on the centre screen, showing that this driver was indeed a good boy. We got talking about the show, and after a rousing chorus of Patty Schwartz party time, I now have a direct line to a driver and friend that will definitely pay off in the long run for me. Not only that, but after a night of getting blackout drunk despite not bringing a bank card or anything else of value, I somehow awoke with $62 more than when I left the house with. I'm taking both of these events as a sign from the almighty Rat King that it's time to hashtag pay those boys. I'm sending you 62 Canadian dollars, which equates to roughly 47 US or 0.94 Patrick Kings. Keep up the good work, and even if it's the worst I- oh, and even if the worst idea is nearly over, I hope you two continue podcasting about anything for years to come, as this local listener will follow you there. Mark from Toronto, PS of season one can be summed up by live every moment, love every day, and season three, mouthful of concrete, dick full of diamonds. What tagline should be used to remember Carrie and the girls? That is a fantastic message. That? Oh, sorry, geez, sorry. I've got a dodgy whiz. cable. I mean, it's your mic, but yeah, it's I t- my fault I touched the cable. bad equipment. Everyone enjoy that? It was loud in our I, I bet I'll forget to edit that out too. <laughs> Why would you? People deserve to experience uh, life as it's lived by us. That's what the podcast is. That's what the friend zone is. That, I loved that message. Yeah, it was so beautiful. It's like the podcast is acting as Pokemon Go and bringing strangers together. It is a bit like that. Uh, what would the season two catchphrase be? Um, I don't know. Do we attribute a uh, slogan or similar to Dickbot? Nah, it was it's, sort of. It's all hail Brady is probably the most recurring yeah, right line. Hail I'd say Brady. all hail Brady is the yeah. the mantra of season two. Uh, That's so fucking awesome, though. I'm so happy that you and a and a random stranger, an Uber driver, no less, managed to bond over our silly little project. That warms the cockles of this young boy's heart. That's great. I got a big one. Hello, boys. I had a quick note for you from this week's friend zone number forty-seven regarding the phrase "asked and answered." 
asked and answered is a legal phrase. It is used in objection to a question directed to a witness. If the opposing attorney feels that the question has already been asked, perhaps the questioning attorney has simply rephrased an earlier question to make it seem new, they will lodge this objection. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Because often, you know, someone might have trained for one answer, but if they present the question a different way, you'll bleed out new information. Objection, Your Honour. Asked and answered. I am a legal... I'll sustain it. ...videographer. Oh, I want to see where this goes. That's every every judge. Objection overruled. I want to see this one out. Every judge in a movie and a TV show is curious to see where this one goes. Because all TV and movie shows are, block, uh, are improvised and to say uh, sustained would be blocking. I'm a legal videographer <laughs> by trade and this objection occurs frequently, especially during long depositions. Attorneys will often try to ask the same thing to a witness, but in a different way over the length of a deposition to try and get a different answer. Opposing attorneys will object to it and will have someone followed that objection up with asked and answered as a clarification of why they're objecting to the question. Hope it clears it up a bit for you. Uh, a bit. Gregory, try completely fucking answers <laughs> the question, dude. You can say my name, which I already have. Also, if I may selfishly plug my YouTube channel, Two, ge- two Chairs, Two Bears. I'd like to do so now. It's a sketch duo featuring myself and Mark Bissy. Here's a link to our page. And guy, here's a link to a series we did during the American football season called The Football Zone. I tweeted it at you a few times and received no response. I was not hurt, however, as I know you're a busy boy. Not and too it, busy to tweet, Even though, though I went to say you, see you boys in New York and happily purchased one of your exorbitantly expensive posters, I was only briefly overwhelmed with the sense of my own anomaly, dear gentlemen, when Guy repeatedly ignored my attempts to share my own passion for football with him. Oh, no. Gregory, it's never my intention to be rude. It can be overwhelming after a show sometimes to try and say hello to everyone, so I apologize if I, if I blew you off. I would Do like you know to what? talk fo- football. Do you know what probably happened? If ever you have a shit show you want to bail out we had a great time oh fucking hell we had a great time in uh new york though oh yeah that's true we turned it on we turned it on i thought we oh i was hoping we kind uh, of I, there we go. in all seriousness we love travel you boys. so far when i'm gonna ride rough shot over what you're saying for a moment we travel so far to go to america that we we i'm sorry if we missed you is what i'm trying to convey i really yeah I'm sorry so am i and also, since love you boys, we'll follow you on to your next project for sure. Do I love New Zealand comics who make funny podcasts about it, watching a movie repeatedly? Asked and answered. Ha, lovely. Gregory, I, you got a real sense for um, closure. Gregory's uh, show, Two Cheers, Two Beers, has its own IMDb page. I can tell you that it came out in 2014. It has one season and there were 20 episodes. And an estimated budget on here is listed at $3,000. Hot, hot stuff, fellas. Oh, there he is. It looks pretty professional, doesn't it? This is the football zone, week two. Packers versus Vikings. Nine months old. Do we reckon that's Gregory? Hard to say, he doesn't have a super coming up telling us who's talking. That guy looks more familiar to me. I'm talking to the mic so we can all hear you. The second guy. Oh, really? The, the brunette over blonde. I think the brunette is Gregory. You don't say brunette when you're talking about dudes so much, do you? I didn't really think about it. I guess not. What no, difference I, does it make? I have no idea, but it's just a curiosity. Brunette is sexier than brown, which is probably yeah, why yeah, yeah. brunette brown. is associated with uh, a woman's here? hair. Brown. Yeah. Brown Check out hair. that brunette fella over there. <laughs> Wouldn't mind rubbing him down in a nice bath. I would, actually. It would be cold. Also, can I say this? Just as a, as a small talk break, have you got... I apologize to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's, the fourth. It's barely your fault. Um, it's bad equipment. I should throw I'd that like cable to out. Do a probably. little talk. Yeah, I agree. A little t- a little break in the middle is to say thank you to friend and family member Annie Montgomery, fan of the podcast. This morning, she just sent me a text, 7.30 a.m., mm. back door. I go out to my back door. 
there's some mail that had been sent to mum and dad's house, which she'd picked up from them, a sweater of mine, which she'd obviously been borrowing, and this tub full of delicious cookies. You've got to try one of these cookies. The laptop is closed. The cookies are out. Here we go. Some bros going in. And can I just say, they're the most delicious chocolatey brown you've seen. Ever. That's right. And there's a lovely soft oh. sort of chewy quality to them. Yes, please. How good is that biscuit? That's so yummy. While you enjoy that biscuit, Tim, I'll read another message because I know that you are a man uh, of the radio world and you are not a fan of eating on mic. You got it. Dearest Tim Bibbly Bimbop Bidoo Bap and Guy. Uh-huh. I'll get the second one. I'll get the last one right this time. Bazapa Walla Bing Bang Bap and Guy. Just wanted to get in touch one last time before it all ends in a few eps. Um, this Not anymore. Yeah, uh, look, that's still up for debate, Tim. Uh, you boys have had a hell of a run. You should be proud of yourselves. And you've set foot on and thoroughly sullied ground that none of the fuck boys have set foot on before. Wanted to bring it full circle with one last fan theory. You two met on Lure Review and are now ending everything with your speculations as to what went down in that little loo that Johnny Depp inhabits weekly. Seems oh as though God. eventually everything comes full circle. Time is a closed poop. I tell you what. Just saying, Harry. I um, oh, I really shouldn't eat on a microphone. I uh, have inherited a uh, television show recently. The state broadcaster has decided that I should be hosting something, so I'm doing a little kind of newsy chat show thing on a on a give it a plug small little channel. It's it's called Banter. I didn't come up with the name because the name is stupid and I hate it. I actually tried to get them to change it, and then they told me not to tell anyone that. But this is my podcast. You hear me? Um. Anyway, I wanted to start every episode before the intro plays with a cold open of me reading the uh, paper in a full suit on the toilet. Both because I'm a big fan of mixing high and lowbrow comedy together, so I'd make like a bit of a you know play on what's happening in the news that day. But also, it's funny because I'm on a toilet. You get it? Yeah. So it's like a juxtaposition guy. And also, even more overriding than that is just that it would be a lovely little shout out to um, the people familiar with my previous career as a toilet reviewer. Well, they've uh, an mis- homage. They've missed a trick there at Banter. Yeah, they they said I they basically said I wasn't allowed to do it. I get fought on every idea I have there. Probably because they're still uh, TVNZ are still licking their wounds after cancelling the best thing that ever happened to them. I just keep banging that cord. <laughs> I just keep banging it. I can't help myself. You were talking about TVNZU, the channel that you used to have a show on that I used to review Lose on, and then they pulled the plug. But do you know what? Do you know what, guy? We need to stop being bitter about it because better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. If that channel hadn't have existed, this podcast wouldn't have happened, would it? That's true. I'd never thought of that before. Neither had I. But, you know, have you seen a little known movie called The Butterfly Doors? <laughs> it's about uh, things, that, moments in our lives that happen and how things would be different if they happened differently or if something oh, I else have, happened. I have seen that movie. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt is in it. And yeah. she keeps putting butterflies in doors and shutting them. It's yeah. disgusting. It's, it's sort of... <laughs> She's killing the most beautiful creature we have. It's an uncomfortable watch. i got a big one for you, Tim. Let's round off on this, eh? I'm going to finish this cookie. Dearest Timbo and Guy Guy. Hello. I couldn't resist. As an artist, because I figured out how to paint with red wine, and because James Reader the Fearless is a booze hound, and both we are your friends, and apparently in real life, I found it only too appropriate to make a little wine-stained portrait for you guys. 
Even more, I finished working on it while listening to the Solo Drunk episode featuring a beautifully inebriated Tim and his instructions to drink a beer of beer, which again only contributed to the booze-infused ambiance. Don't worry, it only took one glass of wine to make the portrait. The rest was shared amongst me and my friends. For the past year or so, I've pretty much exclusively listened to your show while working on my wine stain artwork and custom art for skateboards in my effort to follow my bliss and be self-employed. I chuck money your way, but I think you can probably guess my excuses why I haven't. Instead, my artwork is my humble offering of my profound appreciation for the work you do. Oh Live every God. moment, love every day, always truly. Say my name, Amelia Harness. And uh, there's an um, amazing image. Amelia Harness, that is staggeringly beautiful. And it's the it's it's our James it's New Zealand's James Reed from the Feelers from wine no less that is really beautiful. Well, we'll, we'll obviously we'll be sharing the image on the uh, on the Facebook page along with a link to the custom skateboards she designs. God, that is which beautiful. is attached beneath. Fuck, we got some cool people listening. We got, eh? we got some dreamers out there. Oh, give the thing a um tell us tell us all the website. Read, yeah, read that out so people can go to it. Okay. Uh, well, you can find the link if it's if you can't bother listening to the whole thing. You can find the link by checking our Facebook page, or you can look up right now with your fingers hovering over the keyboard. H, which is not how I say H, but I like to do it because it's the letter H for those of you not in Australia. HTTP colon. Oh my god! Oh my god! We don't need that bit. Forward guy. slash forward slash. Fucking. If you don't hell. like it, you can edit it out. Jesus Tim. Christ! You know, www. Gonna... Oh, telling me. Truly, Amelia, that's truly, T-R-U-L-Y-A-M-E-L-I-A dot com forward slash skateboard hyphen art dot HTML. That website again. Just give the, just give the, uh, what is it? Trulyamelia dot com. Is that it? That's the website. Forward slash skateboard dash Don't, we don't need to give the, the other bits they can find. Okay. They won't remember all the other bits. Trulyamelia dot com. You are truly a man of the internet, guy. Okay. God bless you. Someone's just yes. sent a message. Yep. <laughs> All it has is the caption Grown Ups 2 and a link. Don't what do you reckon? Well, the timing's perfect, so let's let's do it. Okay. Uh, is it like a... U- did it look like a YouTube link or... Uh, the website's called Co- Complex. Uh, what are we oh, it's a Facebook page. This is a video. Okay, what are we seeing here? A frame with uh, what appears to be a mirror? Two minute 50 video. Oh, boy. Seem to have a fire alarm going off. A man is filming this on his cell phone, and the it looks like the red laser of a gun. He's walking around his kitchen. Yeah, we're in a house, everybody. It's quite a nice house. Yeah, a lot of wood. Um, oh, brown wood. I see what's happening. There's a deer in the. No way. Don't. I don't want him to shoot it. Oh my god! Do you think that's what we're about? I don't. I don't want deer snuff. Where's the deer? Oh damn! There's the deer. That deer is freaked out. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, you're scrubbing through the video. Way to shortchange us, doggy. The deer goes swimming. Um, I think I you've can't... ruined it. Can you press play? No, please? I can't handle the idea of it getting shot. Oh, it's not going to get shot, is it? Why? That's why there's a red laser on it. Um, maybe he's just got a laser pointer, though. We don't know it's a gun, necessarily. It's an American video. No, look, I think... Um, yeah, that's a good point. I'll look, tell you what. <laughs> who carries around... Oh, my God. The deer is... Oh, the deer's not happy, everyone. The deer is charging. The deer is charging through the house. It's managed to find its way outside. Okay, we're following. We're coming outside now. We can... Uh, we can. Oh, the deer's in the swimming pool, you poor little... Th- oh, you poor little guy. Oh, my word. Can they... Can they swim? Oh, look, he's doing a sweet doggy paddle. That is an aggressive you know, beast, though, isn't it? They don't it? call it doggy paddle in the deer world. What do they call it? 
Deer pedal. Okay, yeah. it looks like he's. Oh, hopefully found go, a bit. He's up. Go, he's, oh, go hind oh legs. Oh my god, he's he's so close to. Okay, he's up. He's up. Get he's out, out of here. the pole and he's galloping. He's in the. He's, he's in run the yard. Free he's done everybody. it. Oh jeez, Louise. Well, what a wonderful place to end the podcast on. Thank you very much for that contribution, uh, contributor. I would invite everyone to um, stay listening to us as we penalise ourselves for dropping the ball earlier. We're adding an additional eight watches of the film We Are Your Friends to an already I've hefty 52. I've had a 52. number of people say not to do that. Yeah, I've had a few emails come through, but that'll be for another friend zone. So thanks very much for staying with us, and we'll catch you on the next one. And I'm not sure how, but we need to make a decision very soon about um, which charity we're going to finally settle on to throw our money at let's make a difference out there everybody yeah you've got one more day it's the 29th of june when we're recording well, i don't this. have to decide we no we don't we don't, we don't. To, yeah but donators potential donators oh, have one mate, more i'm day. not gonna get this out today well you crazy no i'm not crazy do you know what what if, if you, you get it out tomorrow and then in american time they'll still have one more yeah day. absolutely yeah and and even if you're a little bit late if you just tag your contribution with mates this isn't for you this is for the yeah it's hard to get rally people around it before we know what the charity is. I, re- you know, look, I'm sorry. We've been, we've been busy. I'm gonna stop, stop apologizing. Well, I feel bad about stop it. Stop you know? your sorrows in a sack. Yeah, must do better. Bye, everybody. We'll catch you soon. Goodbye, everybody. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best. Idea. Of all time. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.